0: It's so important to go like read your customer's actual words yep. they put on their reviews. Yes. And what's important to them. And then go read your competitors' reviews because sometimes it's like, oh, that guy that sells the same thing I do, he's not very good at that, but I am. That's a great thing to make an ad around. This is Digital Markdown. <laughs>
1: Hey, it's Mark, and I don't want to be that doom and gloom guy, but I'm hoping this acts as a little bit of a wake up call for you, because we've been talking a lot lately about how the whole iOS thing has some advertisers flying blind, and when you sprinkle on some rising ad costs and supply chain issues, we've got a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. The bad news is that a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months, but the good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out of this even stronger. So that's why it's important to focus on what you can control. Tying up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first party data as you can, and test, test, test. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com.
2: I'm Casey, and this is Matt, and we are from Gravity Digital, and we are stepping in to guest host. Digital Marketers Podcast, and today, yeah, today we are highlighting some of the content that we've recently filmed in the content certification, specifically video, because that's what we do. Kind of our thing. Kind of our thing.
0: All right, so let's talk about one of our favorite topics when it comes to video content. Let me ask you, what's the most important thing of the process when you're creating a video?
2: Everyone likes to think about the cameras and the equipment and the lights because it's like fun and exciting, but without a doubt, message is the most important thing.
0: I agree 100%. Now, what's the thing that people spend the least amount of time on typically when it comes to creating video?
2: I would say the message. The
0: message. That's right. <laughs> so let's talk about like topic generation. How do you know what to create your videos about? Cause some people it's like, they want to do video, but then they sit down and it's like, oh, I don't know what to talk about.
2: Well, it's, pro- it's probably the biggest roadblock that people have. Like they have a desire to do video. They want to create it, but they just have no idea where to start. So I think we've got some good kind of keys to get them started.
0: Let me ask you this kind of question does content creation, when you're trying to come up with topics, does it differ along the lines of like organic versus paid?
2: Oh yeah, it certainly could. I guess you gotta think about how you're gonna roll that content out. With paid, you can choose who you wanna see your video to some degree. And so you have to be, I I say less, you wanna create quality content but you actually have some control there. Whereas organic you're wanting people to find it. And so you need to think about what are people searching for? What are people researching? What kind of hashtags are they following? So yeah, that's kind of how I look at it.
0: So with organic, you might have a different kind of research strategy than you would when you're creating like a paid ad around a product or a service that you have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I think so too. So let's talk about, let's split these up. Okay. So I'm wanting to go and I'm wanting to create some organic content for YouTube or TikTok or whatever. How do I figure out what to create my videos
2: around? Organic. That's a great question. I guess one of the places you can start are, I guess what most people probably already have that's very accessible is reviews.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, you've already got reviews for your products, for your services, for your business. The other thing is your competitors, they have reviews. Yeah. So I think that's a great place to kind of jump into and and start your research.
0: Yeah. Also, I think, so if you're going to create something specific for like YouTube or specific for TikTok, would you say it's a good idea to go get, because they're all search engines, right? Yep. Like you, there's a search feature on every video platform basically that there is. Would you say it's a good idea to like go in and say, hmm, let's see. I, I sell hats for goats. I wonder, let me see if anybody's doing anything around, how do I get my goat to stop eating his hat? So you type that in and you say, okay, oh, look. This guy, he already made a video around goat seating hats. This is a weird example.
2: I'm tracking.
0: But that it doesn't have much engagement because it turns out that it's not that big of a problem. Should you create a, a video around that kind of thing?
2: Yeah, you said it doesn't have much engagement. It does not. No, nobody it cares. Nobody cares? Nobody's mm. looking for that. I'm going to go with you no. should not create <laughs> content around that.
0: But on the other hand, you sell sprinkler heads and you're seeing product reviews around different types of sprinklers. Yeah. And you're seeing high engagement around that. Maybe that's something good to create organic content.
2: Absolutely. I think that's, a, I think that's the key. you got to find what's already engaging and what, are people, what content do people actually want to consume.
0: Yeah. I think using those search engines, it's not good just to see what are people interested in, but it's also important to see like the styles for the individual because video content on YouTube is going to look a lot different than video content on TikTok. So as you're doing your research on topic generation, it's also good to pay attention to like how do people talk what kind of editing techniques are you using? What's the ratio? Is it tall? Is it wide? Totally. How long are they? Are they long? Or are they short?
2: Yeah. And, wh- and while you're there looking at, you know, those examples, what kind of engagement are they getting? Do they have, does it have a lot of views? Does it have a lot of comments that can kind of send you a signal as well on whether you've got something that's topic you should be creating content around?
0: Yeah. So one of the, one of the tools that we like other than just like the native search functions, did mm-hmm. IQ yeah. is really good for like YouTube.
2: Yeah. I think um, that's, I think that's super solid. But there's, a, I think, just like you talked about, you've got to be able to read a few metrics. You don't have to go super deep. Yeah. Let's say you've the sprinkler example. Let's say you have a like an irrigation company yeah. and you're wanting to create some content for your business. You can take a look and say, okay, if I'm looking so- at something like how to repair a sprinkler head. Because mm-hmm. I'm on YouTube, because I, I need this information. I've got a broken sprinkler head. I want to get it fixed. And you put that into vidIQ and you can see that it doesn't have very many, very many searches. No. There's not very many people looking for it. Yeah, because they're
0: probably gonna replace it and not repair it. Everybody's yeah, so, it like, says, Oh, I gotta fix this sprinkler head. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it sends a signal to you that maybe not. But you can like take a look at maybe the smart controllers, like everyone's like hooking it up to their phone so they can do all the fancy stuff. That Like those reviews for those units have like a, a lot of search volume, but there's not a lot of competition. Bingo, you have found something that you need to create some content around.
0: Cool. Okay, so that's organic. On the paid side, you mentioned reviews. So like when we're talking about features and benefits and like when you sell a product, when it's like yours and it's like your baby and you're so proud of it, you have typically business owners have a much different viewpoint on their product or service than the actual end user does. Very much. So it's so important to go like read your customer's actual words yep. they put on their reviews Yes. and what's important to them. And then go read your competitor's reviews because sometimes it's like, oh, that guy that sells the same thing I do, he's not very good at that, but I am. That's a great... Totally, a great thing to make an ad around.
2: And I like the way you said your customers use different words than you do. You have different lingo, different vocabulary that you use to describe yeah. products, services, and things like that. But I think that's one of the biggest tips we've picked on, picked up on, is use your customers' words, not your words, because you're you want people like your current customer, so use those words.
0: Yeah, talk about that. Um, we have a client. It's a basically it's doctors that come to your home. It's like home visits for doctors, like the old days. Like, oh yeah. They don't have the little alligator bag, but I wish they did. Yeah. But talk a little bit because we did a video for them where we use actual customer reviews in the video. Yeah. We've done it for a lot of people, but this one particularly, it's, it's it? service based. Yeah. And yeah. some of the results were oh, great. It was
2: outstanding. So it was a su- super easy video, just some really beautiful of doctors, the doctor like visiting with patients in their home. And we just laid those reviews right over the top. And rather than us having to say, oh, hey, we come to you. It was like, my son didn't even have to get out of his PJs and he got to stay right. on the couch. That's so much more effective than us trying to come up with some kind of marketing speak where we try to explain that. Yeah, That ad was fabulous. That ad ran for almost two years. It had a row as of eight. It started at 20. We told the client, <laughs> yeah. this is probably not gonna hold yeah. at this level, but it was super profitable for several years.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And I love the tone because in healthcare, typically, not just healthcare, but a lot of industries, you get the attitude with a lot of them is we're the best. Yeah. And that's not as trust building as like your people, your customers, your your patients, your customers, the people that are like the people who are watching the video saying, you know what, these guys, these are the best. It like changed our lives. That's so much more trust building than whatever like marketing speak you can typically come up with. Totally. Yeah. What are some other ways that people can people can do some research.
2: This one is super far-fetched. And so like reviews is great because like it's already published and you can find it. The other way is talk to your customers Mm. and ask them questions.
0: Mm, So hard to do, like talk
2: to to people on the phone or in person.
0: Nobody likes to do that. No, nobody just, does. Can I just text them?
2: Yeah, exactly. Now no, I think that's a great. I think that's a great way to actually get real feedback and real information for your messaging.
0: Yeah. So talk a little bit about that other campaign we did for the gardening company.
2: Yeah, we did a campaign for mm-hmm. a big funny campaign for a gardening company. But when you, we were writing the script, we really wanted to know what kind of pain points do gardeners experience. Mm-hmm. Like, what what is it that they're looking for? Uh, and so this was a company that produced a soil, food, and compost thing. It was really cool. But, you know, we weren't going to get into all the science behind the way they developed it. We wanted to know what are real pain points, right. real things. and but
0: Yeah, because uh, I remember, because the client wanted to talk a lot about mycorrhizal. I don't even know if I'm saying that. It's a very sciencey word. They wanted to talk about mycorrhizal fungi
2: that's yes. in it. Yeah. And I
0: was like, nobody cares about that. <laughs> They don't care
2: about that. Yeah. there's certain gardeners that do, That's that mean true. something to them. That we're The average homeowner. With the vast
0: majority. The average homeowner who was
2: like wanting to garden or build a bed, yeah. no idea. My favorite thing was we went act to a garden center and we, we actually set up shop and had a sign made that said, tell us your gardening stories. Yeah. And so they would start telling us stories and then we would ask them, hey, well, when it comes to gardening, like what's your biggest pain point? What are your biggest challenges? that you face when it comes to gardening. And the line that we got over and over again, we we could not have predicted this in a million years, was it was the women telling us their husband. Yeah, their husband was their biggest gardening headache. Yeah, it's so good. It was like, what are you talking about? You know, she planted Dang. something, and they're pulling the, the this plant that they just purchased, and the it was just it was fabulous. And so we absolutely used that as like one of our opening hooks. Yeah, it in was this like a, it was like
0: one of the hooks that we used. Absolutely, That's
2: right. yeah. We we never could have dreamed that up. Like our comedy writers, our team, it would have been hard for us to come up with that.
0: Totally. So. One of the things we like to talk about, especially if you're gonna spend some money on production and try to do it right, try to splash out with your creative, test cheap, talk about testing cheap.
2: Oh yeah, I think it's key We produce content that's a little bit easier. So everyone's got a phone, everyone's got things that they can do to create ads with stock footage or things like that. And I love that. Test, test all those messages, messages and find the ones that resonate. Before we go shoot a big campaign, we've already done that. That gardening one was a great example. We'd actually already run a series of ads and we, which messages had surfaced as, oh, these are very relevant and engaging. People really care about this. And it's a, can you imagine launching a, a massive campaign without having any research as to what actually resonates with the potential customer? No
0: one would ever do that. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the certification because that's important. That's yes. why we're here. Yes. So we talk about topic generation. Absolutely. But in that certification, we're also going to talk about equipment, tools. We're going to talk about the different platforms. We're going to talk about the future of video content. A lot of fun things. People
2: should check that out. Absolutely check that out.
0: So thanks for joining us. We're Matt and Casey from Gravity Digital. It's been an honor to guest host the Digital Marketer podcast. You can find us at gravitydigital.com or on YouTube or Instagram. This is Digital Marketer.
1: If you're still using legacy cloud storage like Dropbox or Google Drive or expensive, unintuitive digital asset management tools to store your images and videos, listen up. While those are fine for teams who just need to store docs and sheets, they're terribly inefficient for marketing teams needing to organize, share, and collaborate on visual assets. Air's intuitive UI is purpose-built for visual assets. Automatic content tagging and powerful filters mean you don't even have to remember folder or file names. As long as you know what's in an image, you can find it in seconds. Modern marketing teams, including those at Google, Sweetgreen, The Infatuation, and Pattern have saved up to 10 hours per person per week by switching to Air. AIR is the leading platform for marketing teams to manage and automate their creative operations. Learn more at air.inc slash digitalmarketer. That's A-I-R dot I-N-C slash marketer. Hey, DM listeners. If you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up. Because Digital Marketer just released our Canva Holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.